Welcome to Love Lighthouse Podcast with me, Vicky Elizabeth Semple. Welcome once again to the podcast broadcast for today. Do join in, make sure that you send me your messages as well. You can also see me on Facebook at Vicky Elizabeth Semple. Got a little HM at the end there. Okay, it's nothing in comparison to what my name means already, as you know. Vicky Elizabeth means the victorious house of God. It points back to Christ. And here we are, we're in this time still in between, you know, Easter and Pentecost, I do believe. I haven't even been keeping track. There's been so much going on, but I hope you're all having a wonderful time. Here we are on the 5th of May, the 5th of the 5th, 2023. All right, let's get started with today's podcast broadcast. I am really happy to say that we've been going with this thing so far with Victorious and then I've been like V-I-C-T-O-R-I-O-U-S, Victorious. And do I still feel that way? Yes, I always feel that way. Especially when, you know, I know Christ is always with us in all the good times, but also in the times that we might find a little bit more challenging as well. Like, you know, it's like a metamorphosis stage. That's what I was writing about in my journal when I was outside. I just thought I'm gonna get some of the sunshine while I still can. Oh, it was really tricky, you know, um, during part of a tribunal earlier on, just going to go through all of that and then meeting up um, with doctors later on and all the rest. I'm really thankful for everyone and, and all they're doing to um, help with me and everything, the way that it's going. I'm just, I feel like things are going really good, but it's a strange feeling. It feels like I'm in a cocoon. Um, I wrote this in my journal. I feel like I'm in a cocoon. That's all I can really explain. I know that I need more of something. And I know ultimately it's more of what's good for me. Justice. Things to go in my way more and more. And although they are ultimately going my way, I think it's just more of a good feeling about them. You know, I was writing there's a sadness, you know, I'm missing my child. And I stopped and... You know, it's such a private thing to be sharing with everybody, but I didn't at the time and I didn't plan that I would even be sharing this right now. It's just all in alignment with God. I had no idea. I literally have just, you know, led into talking about this. But ultimately, what I really wanted to explain was the metamorphosis process. Um, But I've, I've let it out. I've let more out. Metamorphosis process, so it is like, it, you feel like you're getting somewhere, something's happening, something's changing, but you're not really quite there yet. You know what I mean? That's the way that it feels right now. And to be honest with you, for quite some time it's felt like that. There's something been going on um, during the entire process of becoming vegan and and my faith, my wisdom, my levels of wisdom keep changing and improving with regards to spirituality. And it's a good thing. And so there's part of me that resists some of the change, part of me that wants to go with some of the change of what's going on in this cocoon with myself. And that's all I can really say at this stage. But I do know that things are always improving. That's the way that I feel. Definitely where, you know, my faith is in many, many ways, uh, for sure. Okay, let's look at some of the scriptures for today. You know, I haven't even looked at this. Um, It's been so busy. I haven't looked at it at all. But I did want to bring some other scriptures to your attention. 
Um, one of them was this because it's something that happened to me last night. I might tell you. I'm gonna pray about it, like in the spirit. I'm not gonna do a big prayer, like out in the open or anything. It's just gonna happen. Then I'll decide, you know, and go with the flow about how much I share. Kind of like that last bit there. It just it kind of happened without meaning to, and then it all flows. And I just trust in God, you know. Okay, so the scripture I'm getting is from Genesis three eleven chapter 311 and it's a funny thing going through this metamorphosis type of phase isn't it and then hearing this and then understanding where it came from who told thee that thou wast naked and that's from genesis again chapter 3 verse 11 Last night, um, I was, I'm, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but I was called a tart by somebody who apparently has extreme mental difficulties. Um, and I will keep their uh, personal identification private. Um, but I'm just going to express to you that's what happened. So someone with severe mental difficulty said that I was a tart. They referred to me as that. Another person with extreme mental difficulties laughed at that. Or not laughed at that, but laughed at another thing which was to do with, like the guy was like, you don't have, look, you don't have a brain. But all the time he'd been saying something was wrong with his brain and, you know, the person that's got extreme mental difficulties. And the other person with extreme mental difficulties ended up laughing at that. I'm like, what? And, you know, the other person that laughed at it had earlier on said that they were going to look, look out for me, they were going to watch out for me. Could they be my minder even? And they do have a lot of good qualities with regards to that. They do understand like a lot of, you know, some of the things that, you know, I've been going through and they were really quite annoyed for me on behalf of me about some of them. And that, I was thankful for that level of empathy. Um, but then it went a little bit too far because he was like, you know what you need to do? And it was like a whole bundle of different things. He's like, what was it? I need to, did it go as far as saying I needed to basically top the other person when it came to like defending myself, like they should be able to get back up to that extent kind of thing. And, and but that wasn't just it. It was the fact that somebody had done something to me, right? It was a member of my family had embellished stuff and I'm not gonna even name who that is. But he said that I was to slap them. I was to put them into a heart attack and then bring him out of it with a defibrillary, a defib, what is it? Defib, what? People, what is that word? Do you know what I mean? The thing that restarts the heart, God blesses that none of us need that, but a defibrillator, wait a minute, defibrillator. Let me just check. Defibrillator, relator. All right, and then something about watching her laugh, or watch them laugh, I'm like, what? So I had to sleep and all this, you know what I mean? But it's one thing for me to go through it and be annoyed, but then another for another person to go through it, be annoyed, and then say all that. So I was like, oh my God, don't ever say that again about such and such. And so I put them in their place. Now, they didn't like that. I've been told not to back down with them because obviously a lot of what they did really wasn't right. Like, 
you know, they were like this. When the other person that had the extreme mental difficulty said that I was a tart, which I am not because I'm chasing celibate. Hello, I'm like a child of God. I am sovereign. I'm developing my sovereignty and totally dedicated to God. Now, okay, you know, I can wear different things and, you know, I do know that I'm really happy. I love my body. Like, I'm so thankful for it. And I do have parts of my body sometimes on show like I love my physique and you know I think that all people should be loving of their bodies and happy about them we also need to think about our stance with regards to our bodies you know we could be absolutely naked 100% naked and still be children of God and this is where it all links back to it's Genesis chapter 3 verse 11 but it's also respect in terms of look Anyone should be able to, and I'm not saying that we want everyone to look upon us, but we should be able to be in any way in terms of like, you know, however we are in terms of our dress. Even in our birthday suit, we are a child of God. Okay, I'm not saying that everybody needs to go out and show themselves like that. That is not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is that what we wear is nothing in terms of describing us as people or how much respect or disrespect we should each have we are always as long as we accept God we are always children of God and to be respected and people shouldn't be calling us tarts because of what we wear or what we don't wear that is not realistic it's not appropriate and it doesn't always link or match up. Like, for example, I don't show all my flesh and skin, but I'm not entirely always covered up either. I'm not walking around like a nun and I should not have to. I can be dressed in any way I want, I like, I desire or deserve to. And I should always and will and must always be respected as a woman. Every woman deserves that respect. Everyone. They shouldn't be made to feel bad or less than because of what they wear or what they don't wear. How dare the devil and how dare other people try to demean others, especially men. And what I think is this, is that they think that by calling us those names will turn into that and and give in to what they desire, their lusts of the flesh, and that's not ever going to happen. Never. And I'm so thankful for that. That's what I wanted to share. That is um, one of the the big um, pieces of scripture and the biggest um, messages today. I will have a look and see some of the others as well that were coming up. Alright, yeah, I'm going to go to this. I feel like it's important to keep continuing on with this particular topic I have here. And I was praying about it and I'm looking at scripture um, across the way and it says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. 
When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Um, he shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. That sounds weird to me, um, coming from and actually just walking out, walking through my faith naturally. Um, some of that does feel weird and I know that's a metamorphosis process. It's like I can understand it the deepest part of myself and I've been through it already but it's looking at it at a higher level. And that, when it filters back down with other people, sometimes means that they're gonna find that difficult too. If I'm finding it difficult, if it filters down any other levels, they're gonna find it difficult and that can feed back up to me, which is not nice. It's not always nice. Um, but that's the metamorphosis I have to go through and that's part, part of the so-called um, metaphorical bruising, if you like. It's horrible, but it is the metamorphosis of wisdom so here is the bruising to keep continuing to talk about this entirely uncomfortable subject who told thee that thou wast naked so who was it they told them ultimately it all stems back to satan but it is through the choices really that adam and eve made at the very beginning they ate, <laughs> just like we do, from the tree of wisdom. And if we think of that as a metaphorical tree or just symbolic, that we eat from wisdom, we eat from the tree of wisdom. And it's that knowing of what what is right and wrong that is the bruising in and of itself. And then there are different people at different levels of that. So some people might be at a lower level, feeding back to us, which kind of feels like a bruise, because or making a bruise upon us in a spiritual or emotional way, intellectually, when they bring something back that we've moved on from, it's like Satan biting at the heel because it's below us already. But it's like, look, I am right to feel good about myself no matter what I'm wearing. Um, I'm a child of God no matter what I'm wearing and I'm chasing celibate and respectful and respect to be respected no matter what I'm wearing. That's known. But then it's tested by people of a lower level that are sitting in the guilt of Christ and wanting to project that onto us. And that is the bruising. And the talking about it is the bruising because here I am, and I know that other people are gonna hear this outside of these walls, either when you're listening to it or even right now, and I know that that in, a, in and of itself is something I'm having to go through. <sighs> but I think it's going to help so many people and so I will do it. And I know it will help me and it will help me with my development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am beautiful at all times. I can be chaste and celibate at all times and I can wear what I want at whatever level of chastity I want and be beautiful at all those times. But here is 
here's the bit that we then look at. So if there are those that are still going through like some sort of guilt or judgment or trying to place that on others with regards to this. Um, you know, it just depends. It depends on the testing of it. It depends what's underneath it in regards to what we're reading our intentions and what's going on. Because here it says this, right? And it's also how people view us as well. Like, why are they viewing us in that way? Um, what are they doing? What's our sinful eye on us and upon us? And how is it upon us? From 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such an one know not to eat. Mm. So, if someone's railing against us in a very ungraceful or nasty manner with regards to what we are dressed like for example you know all this about you know the serpent and who's actually trying to make us realize or think that we are naked or that we're not worthy of God's love somehow because of who we really are um and trying to make us see this through guiding our wisdom in some way um of course there is something to be regarded with with these things to be considered with these things as to how much we're respecting ourselves to make sure we really are that's true but if someone's really going at it and reeling now i'm not saying the person that i was referring to the other night there they weren't like reeling hard against uh, what i was wearing it was actually someone else that had called me a tart that had, you know really difficult uh, problems going on with their mental health now when they were doing that they were reeling they were really going for it so we're not even allowed to eat with someone like that and some of you might say well hang on a second well what about the fact that that person has something wrong with them right so what do you do there well this is a good question because Every single mental or physical health problem stems from something first spiritually. But we have to know that. We have to believe in God to know that, to understand it, to make use of that knowledge and to work with it, to go through healing processes, to go through development processes and wisdom-wise spiritually, but how to deal with that wisdom because it's just a part of um, the human world, the human life, that we have fallen into that. It is a reality. And that's how we know that we are so called naked, etc. at times. And why we go around wearing clothes and why in some other places they don't even do that at all. And then, you know, what the difference is with how people see these things socially, etc. Societally and, and how people interact and respond with regards to these things. But someone that's reeling about it in any case um, would have a disease of some sort. Of course, a disease mentally, emotionally might even go into the physical, but mentally and emotionally certainly is going to come from something that's going on there spiritually. And so 
whatever it is, you know, we always we also have to kind of love and care for them from a distance, but we should not be getting involved with them. We shouldn't even be eating with them. That's what it says. 1 Corinthians 5, 11. So perhaps, you know, what's coming up here is something that we actively think about, which is like how much someone is uh, looking after themselves, nourishing themselves. Like it might actually be a protected eating plan that's required for them. Perhaps there's something going on that's taking away from them spiritually, mentally and emotionally that's also overlapping into other areas of their life when they're railing against such things to such a high extent. Now, obviously, we're going to call each other out at certain times. It's going to happen without us even meaning to or intending to. It's a spiritual thing, spiritual warfare sometimes. But when someone's really going at it and reeling, there's something really highly wrong. Mm. Especially if they're starting it out of the blue kind of thing. It's understandable to respond to a certain extent. But if they're reeling out of the blue and there's no intent by the other party, then something really wrong okay so that's that's what i've been drawn to as well um it also links in with matthew 5 22 whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment and whosoever shall say to his brother raka shall be in danger of the council um But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Raka means, I believe, someone who's gone renegade to say, like, the kind of, you know, um, the most important part there I want to draw on is that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. So it's important to watch out there and make sure that God has the ability to take God's wrath upon any of the situations so that things are dealt with fairly and responsibly.